Hi, Innocent. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Uh, okay, so thank you for being here with us. Oh, with me. I mean, we with us when people listen. <laughs> right now, it's with me. Yeah, yeah so hi, everyone. I'm Nigerian Christian Dokoholic, and this is another episode of Just Talk. Today, I have yet another guest with me. Quickly, I should point out that we're wrapping up the first class testimony series right but you know this is the person before the last person and then we put an end to the series because i feel like just taking this time but the stories are necessary to share first of all for i mean the people who who are able to um get the first class in faculty of law for them to be able to tell the stories and secondly for listeners so that they can be encouraged but just before i on and on i like um, innocent to introduce himself um, good, good day, everyone. I'm Innocent Uzoma. Um, I don't know. I'm a graduate of Faculty of Law, University of Nigeria, and um, yeah, that's. I'm, I, I don't know. I I think yeah, that's basically it. Okay, so Innocent is a graduate of law. Hmm. A first class graduate of law. I don't know why you keep on taking out that detail from your introduction. <laughs> Because every time I, I mean, and I'm not saying, okay, let me not say every time I introduce myself, but whenever I have to speak to people, not people, yeah. So my elevator speech, yeah. If I have to do my elevator speech, well, the first thing I'm saying is how many times I got to be very, I'm first class graduate of the faculty of law. People must know. People must know. But don't mind me, don't mind me. Let's let's get serious. So, Innocent, it's really nice to have you here. Pleasure is on mine. Yeah, so I know that your story is an inspiring story and i'll just give you the moment first question i've asked everybody who has come on the podcast is when you saw or when you knew that you had the first class how did you feel well um i can it Sorry, me to i just like you to project a little project your voice a little okay then um permit me to deviate a bit but i'll go like okay like days or weeks before the first class so like I'd say the wait was like the longest period because for me it was I wasn't sure like I knew I'd done my best and I knew excuse me <clears throat> I knew that I had done my best and I knew that I had um, put in everything I'd done like everything I could do so the rest was just in God's hand but then that wait period there was a lot of anxiety in it um, uh-huh. yeah so but and then when the news finally came I mean, mm. unofficially, when the news finally came unofficially, I didn't believe it. So I said, no, okay. I must wait <laughs> till, like, it is confirmed, mm. like, from the from the list the faculty has, because I could hear from somewhere else, and then it's not the list that the faculty has. So, like, yeah. and then when it was confirmed, I was like, ah, okay, then, thank God that it turned out this way, and I'm happy that everything paid off at the end. So, there was a lot of happiness, and I was I was really happy that I, that I did my people proud, especially my dad. Because mm. I wanted to do it for him. So, like, that was pretty much how I felt. Very, very um, excited. Yes, yeah. you were excited. You were happy. And it was unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, let's, let's, let's flow from there. Like, from excitement, happiness. I mean, since getting the first class till now, what have you been up to? What has your life been like? Well, um, I have interned with, well I, I didn't mention this in my intro but I'm, I'm very passionate about fintech and um, mm-hmm. corporate law fintech tax law so I managed I, I, I interned in a firm that is um, 
tailored to providing fintech specialized fintech services so i learned a lot because my project was, was also on fintech so i, I intended there for two months but then the list came out i think and then it, then after after that month the month that the list came out then it was certain that we were not going to law school again so i mean before then everybody was just like everybody's life was on was on hold because yeah. you didn't want to take up an internship and then it would turn out that oh you're going to law school in fact this, this, this internship opportunity had come earlier on in the year but okay. i had to put it on hold because i wasn't sure whether i was going to law school or not yeah so i took it up and then i learned a lot within two months um but i had to quit because something else came up and i had to like attend to to it so like um yeah and then we have a family business so i've been helping out with the family business that that, that was um, the emergency that came up so i had to help out with the family business so that's so pretty much what i've been class doing lawyer, John, businessman. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> okay yeah, i'm really glad you said something and i would usually leave this for the last part of um, this episode but i really would like you to throw more light on it i i i'm i, I hope that we can get a little personal uh sure sure yeah because i really want people to the essence of recording this episode so people can see in fact what people had to go through to get to the point that they are currently people can see the hard work the sweat people can see the adversity that you had to pass through right so yeah. i mean before that you talked about how hard you worked right so was it outside i know that you had to work hard but what was your beginning in the faculty of law like where did you always have the dream of finishing the first class or was it something that came later so yeah something around that line okay well um once again i'll back to deviate just a little bit from the story okay. and take a trip back so like in my initial education stage so like primary school i wasn't like the i wasn't necessarily the smartest of all in my family mm. to start with mm. so um i mean i, I only got first in spelling <laughs> which was like a consolation award for everybody so um yeah so and then secondary school i secondary school i began to pick up a bit um, okay so you yeah. were in boomer something yeah you can see that i mean mm-hmm. to, to today i don't understand what happened like i, I, I remember like my just one so i i mean so sometimes i just when i go like 120 out of 140 and my dad was so 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 angry 120 with me. as in with position <laughs> in class i mean yeah ah <laughs> <laughs> okay okay ah so, oh. i mean did you go to college no, no, no. It, was, it wasn't. It wasn't a federal school. It was like it, it was Murray's brothers. So it was like okay, it, it was a missionary school. Yeah, you yeah. So it was a missionary school, and then the standards still were very high. Ah. So and, and then you know, I. Oh my god! <laughs> if if you did not get this first class, you would have changed in my eyes. <laughs> what do you say? I said you have changed in my eyes. One twenty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like that was my guess. So and that was like my most serious turn. So okay. I remember like. My dad, I was like, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a joke. So, like, I feel like many people like see people and they, they feel like maybe there's something special about them, or I don't yeah. know, maybe, maybe they, I don't know, maybe it just comes naturally to them, like this whole thing of knowing what to write yeah. and like, yeah. no, I, 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 it doesn't like, it doesn't. I mean, everybody has to work equally as hard. Wow, wow. So, that's very insightful. Yeah. So, um, I mean, uh, then I, I mean, I, I then SS1, I picked up, I picked up, and then things got much better. 
uh, yeah, that's um, yeah. So, but then university. Okay, I mean, I then I I finished with in a third position. So, and then I remember like my my journey into UNN. So I think that because I would say that's also like sets the ball for like for what I wanted. So my my journey into UNN, my friends had gotten because like I had like three or four classmates who are in secondary school who also studied law with me as classmates. Okay. So, I know so, Arisa went to Mary's brothers. Yeah, Arisa, there's Arisa, there's Stanley, there's Obaji, and then there's like a number of them. So my very good friends. So like they had gotten admission, but I hadn't gotten admission. Mm. so like that was when the primaries came out so I was very anxious and everything then it turned out that because I also got like the I also like I was very close to the cut of my maybe by like two points or something okay but then the, the, we also had like basically around the same results and then they had gotten admission so I was a bit concerned like why didn't I get admission so like after everything mm. I was asked to resubmit my documents to UNN so like that's when I was given additional primary list I was given additional, okay. additional primary list Okay. So, I mean, the whole thing of, I think someone mentioned it in the last episode, I think it was Nando, where she said mm-hmm. that you are thinking that, oh, okay, oh, I study books small, and then it comes yeah. to my property, and you see, it's a whole <laughs> different ball game altogether. So mm-hmm. that was what happened. Like, um, I wasn't really concerned about making a first class. I just thought, oh, I mean, why did I choose love? I chose love because I felt like it was going to be, it was going to be. Academic, a- academically challenging and I would say mm. it's really challenging to be academic <laughs> <laughs> so um, t- to wrap up and answer your question first year I I just knew I wanted to make the best of it but there was really no emphasis on ah first class or nothing or, or I, we must do this I mean I just knew I was going to put in my best that was like the bottom line for me mm. so and then also there was this um, place this um, center I used to go to so there was like a scholarship scheme for those that finished with the first class at least in first year. So that was that was what I would say was the motivation for me to like really put in my best. So I was like, okay. Oh, okay, then if I get the first class, if I get up to a 4.5 in my first year, it means I can live here in mm. second year. So I was Did like, oh, get- okay, then. Well, um, <laughs> I did, but ah. like, smart kid i did but like there was an issue with my logic so it was corrected okay. in third year that was when it finally reflected but before then it was oh. a 4.3 okay. something so like i was uh, my my results were not, were not calculated very well so yeah that was but I, I i i finished with the first class in my first year so did you get the scholarship it was really late because i didn't finish the first class as at the time when it was like necessary. So. I didn't know that there was an issue until like second year when I was correcting, when I was registering for my course or something. Then I now saw the mistake. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. so that was pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for the answer. I mean, it's really nice to see that you actually started out on time. I know that the goal was, like, was not to get first class, it was just to put in your best, and your best landed you here. Right? Yeah. But let me not lie, I have a very different story from you. When I came to United, I'd already was... I was going to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I was so intentional. Okay. But the fun- funny thing is, I did not finish first year with the first class. I had first class in one semester and second semester. And my cumulative in the first year was 4.1. Interesting. Yeah, I know, right? 
and I, I just thank God that I don't know. I thank God for a lot of things. I thank God for the fact that I wrote that down. I was really determined. I was determined to put in the work. I was determined to show distraction. I live a very strict life. I don't say strict, but I did not do a lot of things. <laughs> not because I, I, I just knew that these things were going to waste my time. As a matter of fact, if I came in a semester, something I was in the last semester, if I start to find it time wasting, I'll cut it off. <laughs> and it, it affected my relationships with people too. Like I was very, very I was just like that because I really wanted this ball. I'm glad Shada, it was no wasted effort. So thank you very much for pointing that out, innocent. Um thank you for pointing that out to ask another question okay so this on so i know now i want i want you to i know you've already talked about your journey how you just wanted to be the best and then put your best foot forward right so but were there any were there any times you had academic difficulties and how were you able to overcome those challenges Well, I mean, um, the answer is obvious. Everybody has had academic difficulties. Like I said at the beginning, I chose a degree that was academically challenging and I was academically challenged by the degree. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, beginning from my first year, I mean, so no, no, I'm looking for, I'm looking for peculiar times, right? I'm not just peculiar looking for time. general academic difficulty. I'm oh, looking okay. for something that should have shown you off. Like, something happened and you're like, ah, no, 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 no. well um yes so i think a couple of instances come to mind but like the most um prominent one was in fourth year fourth Mm. year and third year so Mm -hmm. generally third year i well second year second semester i contested for an election and i was the financial Mm -hmm. secretary for lost in the session of of, for unn losser I think that was when I knew so, that with my classmates. <laughs> Before then, I didn't know. <laughs> well, I mean, so I don't consider myself a very, very social person. So that's why, you know, perhaps. So yeah, I, I contested for that. And then, so, <laughs> well, I mean, he didn't have to say that. So um, I, in third year, I became a bit distracted from my academic goals. So because I missed a lot of lectures. You say what? Because of your position. Not because of my position, because it wasn't really demanding. I'd say like okay. the position of fintech is some, is one I think that should be scrapped from Lossa because they don't do anything, but that's a topic for another day. So but mm. it wasn't it wasn't demanding. Um but I just got carried away generally in the whole vibes of school and everything. And that was like finally when I was settling in so into like getting used to the school environment. Okay. Um, so I got carried away and I didn't used to attend lectures. I used to travel around for different conferences. You know. <laughs> it, was like, it, was, it was it was it was interesting. Like I, I traveled to Lagos, I traveled to just to different places. The wild school was in session. So I didn't manage to read. And then um third year and then I missed different quizzes too at some point in time. Wow, wow. Um, so missing missing quizzes are still guys in the first class. So like uh, it's not advisable though, but this this is this is the academic challenge that we're talking about. So like mm. so like that third year second semester, mm. I made mistakes in different exam. I made I, I made a mistake in evidence. I made a mistake in different exam questions, and I was so so scared. Like criminal law, criminal law, mm. I read 
but I, I, I know I three, three weeks to exams or a month to exam, I shut down everything I'm doing and I just focus on reading. So that was what saved me. So I read, I knew the question, but like I misinterpreted the question and I okay. answered something entirely different. Ouch. Section 7 so, and section 10. Is that the question? No, that one I knew it, but I didn't okay. know it very well. So I felt like the other one, I understood it to mean something I knew very well. I now okay. answered it. So if I had answered section 7 and section 10, I probably would have gotten an A in the course. Mm. But, so that question was a zero, like, it was a zero. Ouch. So when results came out, I I got... You got a what? Innocent. Innocent. I, I, okay. I didn't get that. Did I break when off at any point in time? Yeah, yeah. When results came out, you got the award. <laughs> I made a D. So oh, wow. um, I was. I, I'm. I'm thankful that the, the results came out after with second semester exams, not before. Mm. So I was like, I can't make a D in this course. I mean, even though I know I made a mistake in one question, I couldn't have made a D in this course because I knew I made twenty something my C. Mm. So I, I, and then the, the lecture, somebody that had this sort of menacing stature that people <laughs> did not want to approach him and yeah. just crack a joke with him. So, I mean, if he's not strictly lecture academics, he did not want to, like, have an interaction with him. So, I mean, I summoned, I thought about it a lot of, like, for a while and then I summoned the courage and I said, well, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Mm. So, I met him and I told him I wanted to see my script that I couldn't have made a D in the course. So, when he brought out my script, it now turned out to be that um, he they didn't add 10 marks so there was a miscalculation so they didn't add 10 marks an entire 10 marks an entire 10 marks so I, was, I, I got the 47 so they didn't add 10 marks so that was like a um, and then I now thought I got 0 in that question whoa so I was like well I mean at least this is better than the previous um, situation mm-hmm. so I started pushing for the corrections and then so that was that. Um, mm. Fourth year, fourth year, back again to my trips. I was at OEU for tax one eighty. That's so, that's how you were meeting the loves of your lives in the French. <laughs> well, that's the story for another day. <laughs> so, so I was at OEU for tax one eighty, um, and then results dropped. So I remember I was talking. With, I was talking with uh, my friend, my very good mm. friend Luca. So results dropped and then I don't know what to call that day and then results just dropped. I was like, how far? Check it, use your scratch card to check it too and then like results have dropped. So I checked my results and I saw 50 and 51 in landlord and equity. Ah, <laughs> oh. So I said, Jesus Christ, what's happening? Like, this cannot be me. Like, because I knew equity I wrote. I knew equity I, I did. I put, I did my best. I did what I did in every other course. And then for landlord, I wasn't so sure because okay, what happened in landlord was like the night before exam. Um, I wasn't I wasn't like prepared. I won't lie, I wasn't prepared because I did not read tarried my time for landlord first semester to be precise. Mm-hmm. So, and then people had given me this bloated impression that um, that landlord is, is that that Doctor Watts demands a lot from you. You have to do this extra extra research. So, I mean, logically, you would say, okay, at least start from the basics and have the basics, then 
go on to the extra research but i just felt intimidated by the fact that i had to do like some extra research and i mean this was like a day or two days to the exam so i and then when i saw the question i knew it but i thought it demanded something extra so it was not later on after the exam and after like when i came up from the exam hall i started understanding everything that the question demands i think i think i've overshot though and then i got c's and then i was hoping to like and then like my gp just fell flat so like third wow. year second semester and fourth year first semester i managed to make a 4.0 i barely managed to make a 4.0 i think third year second semester i made a 3.9 hmm. about so this were my worst semesters where i'd say it hits me like a lot and i felt it's like it hit me so yeah, that's it okay so what was i mean and we talked about academic difficulty but one of the reasons i'm bringing you here is it's very personal reason right and i was hoping you'd hint on it so i could <laughs> from there ask you but you haven't but i'm going to ask indirectly and hope that you answer what i think i am asking you <laughs> so what was your most difficult moment in school well i'd say my most difficult moment in school was um was um well i mean generally i I, I just knew I, I just knew I, I wanted to make a first class, so I mean that was that was certain, and I felt like um, personally a bit of personal story, which yeah, which is what you're asking now. Yeah, um, I felt like I I didn't think that like there's this moment where as a young guy growing up, you have this connection to to your to your dad to be more precise, and I felt like generally he didn't think I had become like smart or man enough because i mean starting from the experience i had like in secondary school and <laughs> somehow i feel like even when i made third when i got third or fourth position it'd be like well i mean those are half heads they don't have two heads so you have to do better so i feel mm. like i mean what would i do so that this this man would see me and be like oh okay then like okay i mean well i, I can give you a chance i believe that you know you know something now so there was constantly and i'll say that's another thing that kept pushing me mm. um so I, I was constantly yeah, to improve myself and to become like better. So I wanted to like to to like get to or get a result that when I get, you be like, ah, okay, then you know, I mean, you've, you've done what you've tried, you know. So and then I was constantly trying to. That's why I was, I was I kept on, despite the numerous challenges I faced with results issues and also uncertainties, like trying to make a first class. So well, sadly, in a sense, I don't know if you can hear me, but I think that we've lost you. Oh. Um, I I can hear you clearly. Yes. Talking about following up. Yeah, you're talking about following up result issues. So I said, despite like result issues and a whole lot of academic uncertainties, like mm. I just kept on pushing because I just wanted that for him. Not like I didn't want it for myself, but I also wanted it to make a statement. So, mm. um, so like I think. Like last year, early last year, that was like 2020, 2022. So like I lost my dad in an accident. Mm. So it was like a fatal accident. So I remember like the moment, because like we had seen like a week or two weeks before while I was in Lagos, before I came back to school. So okay. we had spoken like some days before it happened. So I, so I remember like when it happened, I was like, oh God. And then I had to come back to Lagos to like to because I knew a thing or two about about 
or two about the family business. So I had to come back to Lagos to help to try to put things in order. And from there, like, I just didn't want to, I, I didn't feel the need to go back to school again. And then like my final year, first semester was, wasn't going how I wanted it to go. So I just felt like, like, I just felt like, I mean, what's the need of completing this degree? Like, shouldn't I just defer by one year or just hold on a bit, like, and try to sort myself out generally? Yeah. I think so, I remember there was a time where there was a conversation. I cannot remember if I had it with you about deferring. I cannot remember, but yeah, I think I you know there was that moment. Yeah, so yeah, I think that was um, Clarity Corner. So, mm, mm, yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. I remember that's where you mentioned it. So, yeah, so I wanted to defer. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's, it was just only a few, very few of my very close friends I told, and you know, like I used to be, <laughs> I used to be, come on, come on, come back here, I finish this thing you started, Joe. So, I mean, that was pretty much it. And then I just like picked myself back, and then like my mom really sat me down and talked to me. So, I just figured like anyhow it comes out, worst case scenario, I'll come up with a two one, and then mm. well, people that come up with two ones still end up having spectacular lives. Mm. so that was like the, and then and then I also asked myself like okay what if he was here like what would he have wanted for me to do what would he have wanted me to do so based on that I just like okay I recalibrated and just said okay then I mean since I started I was all finished it and I was going to give it like one last final strong push with everything I, I had so that mm-hmm. was that moment for me wow wow very very inspiring so I mean you you were able to at a period where it, it was a defining period for you academically yeah, and it was still a defining period in your life right because I mean yeah. now you now you're still you just mentioned during that as we spoke so minutes into the podcast that you're even trying to run the family business and fix some emergencies are you the first child well I'm not the first child ah, so why are you running the family business well, are you the first son I'm not the first one. That's weird. Anyway, it's, it's good. <laughs> well, I, it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. It's just that a lot of times, at, at least in the Nigerian context, right, people would normally expect the responsibility to fall on the eldest children. But really, I should say this, that I am proud of all that you've accomplished. I mean, personally, I'm proud of you. Thank you very much. That means a lot coming from you yeah so let's 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 go back to the discourse this is another question i like to ask people um i like to point out to everyone that just talk is a podcast to meet directional needs of young people the goal of the podcast really is to offer some insights into how people can live through your own experiences or my own experiences basically the experiences of people that come on the podcast and i am very very keen on ensuring that we draw a lot of these things from God, my experiences with God, right? So I, I want to know what role, what role God played in your the first class. Well, um, yeah. So there's a, an expression like I always like to make reference to okay. that many times people like always want to say that. People say, okay, God is the number one thing. Like, okay, when they say, make a list of like the important things in your life, and then people say God mm-hmm. is the first. And I'm like, God should not be the first. God should be like, the, God should be like everywhere on the list. So, like, and mm-hmm. I don't know, like, he, mm-hmm. he, I mean, you should not like be quantifying him as the first. Okay, okay. Do you yeah. believe in not quantifying? Your own is just God is 
God is the theme, the major, the the major. Like, so there's exactly. no. Okay, okay. So, like, so he's a, he's a backbone, he's a structure, he's a, he's a list. I mean, without him, there's no list. So, like, I don't know. Mm, mm, mm. But when oh. he says something is the first, if you remove the first, there's, there's a second. But when he says something yeah. is the if you remove him, there's, there's no list. Wow, wow. So, that's pretty much, I think, how um, how instrumental God has been to me. Um, yeah. So, like, growing up in a family, one thing that my dad really emphasized was going to church and taking God seriously and you know yeah and the, uh, yeah and the, the importance of, of of having like a relationship with God mm. so that's one thing I also knew that's that stuck with me in my first year um I had a very triangular life like mm. so it was from <laughs> I have that idea now I was a classmate so it was mm. from um from classroom to to the hostel and then from hostel to well, I mean, at at the center, there was basically I'll go there now. Pre, also, and I'll, you were not a social beast. You did not party along. I'll be along. I don't go to parties, though. So I don't go to parties. So that's okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so yeah. So I lived the triangular life. I mean, second year, third year. I mean, it, it began. It, it took other shapes, you know, beyond the triangle. Yeah, so, engagement, right. competitions, so, like, conferences. <laughs> So yeah, I'd say like having a firm structure in God was something that really helped me to able to be able to have like random conversations with God at any time and to know that He was listening to me and He was with me. I'd say that was one of the things that really helped me through through different stages of my life. So the importance of of God is something that I don't think can ever be overemphasized yeah. um, in my life. So yeah. Yeah, thank you. That was very very nice. I like I like how you pointed out that God is really the God is the base, He's the foundation, and He's not just the foundation; He's the structure, <laughs> right? That was very is something that I learned from what you said. So thank you very much for saying that. So I mean, are there? So if you're talking, if someone asks you, I mean, how did you success? I know you've given us a round rundown, but in summary, what would you do? You have any last words? Do you have any word of advice to? who are young and um, upcoming do you have any other thing to say to them like do this don't do this those kinds of things well when people say young and up, when people say do I have any advice for that young and upcoming I don't know I like to defer because I'm also young and upcoming I, I feel like we're also figuring, figuring like <laughs> life out so I, I like yeah. the yeah, well, one of the good things about life, right, is the fact that you don't you don't have to be too advanced to be able to offer mentorship or for advice. I mean, you don't even need so much experience. You just need to have done the thing before. Yeah. Right. For instance, I I talk about Abbas a lot. Abbas has really been instrumental to my life. Right. I have lots of mentors, right, but a lot of them are way higher in life, way they're older. They've been to father. But Abbas is my immediate senior as far in the profession, right? And I don't know, it's just been easier to learn from him. Jiget, for instance, I know that for almost every competition that Abbas applied for a scholarship and I applied for, I got in. As a matter of fact, for everything that we applied for together, not together, he applied for me. That's because I had someone who had gone ahead of me. Jiget. And yeah. I just think that it's a way of giving back. It doesn't mean that you're not... You're, Right, it just means that you think some, you did something in a certain way, you're able to excel at it. 
and so someone else is coming to do what you did and so you're saying okay this is how i can help you so that's really okay good. okay then thank you for uh, pointing that out well i know i'm a uh, smart girl you know what? <laughs> i said i know i'm a smart girl <laughs> <laughs> but i mean for those that are put on quotes in chindi's words young and upcoming mm. um i feel yeah I would just share a couple of things that helped me. Okay. Um yeah, cuz like I mean I've had these conversations a lot of times with different people that reach out and they're like, "Oh, okay. What did you do differently? Or you mm. just made a 4.5. How did you manage, you know, uh-huh. and things like that." So, I'd say, well, first off is the place of God and mm. and um I'd say like, yeah, God or for some people something that gives you that whole sense of balance peace something you can return to like after life hits you left and right and front and back like mm-hmm. okay what is or what or who or where like can you go back to and just like reassess yourself you know mm-hmm. that you can be yeah and then someone of us or some way you can be really really honest and playing with yourself and like you know like say okay i i know i messed up here like right okay so yeah i i'm 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 saying things that aside god because maybe not everybody would want to like ascribe to the to 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 doing that with god but it's it's a bunch of on just talk we then, to doing things with god all of us okay <laughs> then. um then um secondly So for me God was my base and my anchor and you know I'd really I'd, I'd really um advise you to also do that. Then secondly was also um I'd say knowing how to give your best to anything that you're involved in. And I'm not saying this in, like after the first one, I'm not saying this in any particular order. I'm just saying it as it come to mind because this was yeah. this was yeah. a very spontaneous conversation. Yeah. So knowing how to give your best to anything that you see yourself doing, you know. Mm. Like anything what doing is what doing well. I don't know if it's exactly. already. So, yeah. Like for example, when I was answering questions, you know, when I was preparing to answer questions with my friends, you know, even as early as second year when I had like a, a discussion group or something. Mm. Or um I would always ask myself or would always ask ourselves ask ourselves how can we answer this question differently from what others would do? like mm-hmm. how can we provide a more detailed answer within a short period of time to like meet all the all the like to meet what this question would demand from us if mm. we see this in the example mm. so i feel like yeah so that was what i i tried to do like to try to make myself different and yeah i feel that that's one thing i wish to do and this is not just like about academics it's like general in life then thirdly is also to So like sometimes to like ask yourself like how bad do you want this mm. you know so like there were many times i had the conversation like how bad how bad do i want this you know how bad do i want to make the first class um then remind myself of that then i'll ask myself okay what am i doing towards achieving this mm. you know so those were times and moments that helped me to recalibrate so even though i knew that during the semester sometimes i'll be watching movies and you know not taking lectures seriously <laughs> you say what i say and quote and quote waste your life <laughs> well i mean wasting my life and like not taking lectures seriously but like i always knew that okay this is how bad i want this and i know that 
well at this point in time there should be like some mechanic some mechanical precision as to the steps i'm going to take to get this result otherwise um i'm it just joking happen. yeah and just yeah. in line with what you mentor used to say something to me um see me in america he says to me that dreams and targets are very very different things and he told he told he told me that in my third my fourth year when i was beginning fourth year that was a period where i mean i always knew that first class right but third year was i got i was funny thing is i had in first class in every semester but one first year second semester but i was still shaky right i was in 4.5 i was unsure and so he told me that you can dream it right but it's totally different from making it target if it's a target it means that you're actively working towards it you don't just see it as for something that will make you happy right but you're putting in actual work and it is like what you're seeing at this moment like how what, what steps are you taking to see that you bring to fruition thing that you say you so badly want yeah thank you for um elaborating on that um then i'll also see like okay who do you surround yourself with hmm. yeah so that's what i think and that, so this Sophia, is where who do you surround yourself with <laughs> well i mean um i tried to surround myself with you but you said i was not your level so i don't know you guys love you how you said you can lie ah you can i mean lie, i wouldn't want lie. to like go into details like on this podcast but you said you can lie <laughs> ah 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 <laughs> So, like podcast listeners he's telling lies I so i found like people that were on my class. level too and like i associated with Nobody, them why is lying i never told you <laughs> well, why, why are you trying to face me in a bad life <laughs> okay well I, well I mean i'm I'm just saying what happened i don't know ah it was you can't lie you know they just said talking to me after when we graduated jesus you know now we only talk in class Hi, outside that thing on my nose. What conversations we ever have? We used to talk in class. Don't worry. Ah, I, I won't go into details now so that we don't like miss the point of, of the podcast, you know. So the, boy is, the boy is So I was saying that, I was saying that, um, friend, like, who do you surround yourself with? And then um, the cliche quote again, you know, I think I only have cliche quotes or cliches uh, that you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. Mm. Um, so, I, I mean, I, maybe I didn't have up to five, but, but like, I just tried to associate more with people that I felt wanted the same thing as I did. And then... Uh, so, I don't know the same thing as you did. That's why I didn't associate with me. I wanted to ask you, but you said I'm not your level now. That's that's where we were. <laughs> so, so um, like I was saying, people feel like they feel guilty, like when they have to, will I say, reduce the level of attention they give a person, or reduce the level of imputing to a friendship because they feel like, oh, okay, this person meant to be my friend, and things like that. But that is also something I had to struggle with because some of my friendships did not um, turn out exactly the same way I thought it was going to be. Or at different points in time, I noticed that, oh, okay, perhaps we want something 
we want slightly different things and i knew that if if i continued this friendship at this level at this momentum i would either he would either have to give up what he wanted for me i would either have to give up what i wanted for him and this one thing i want to say about this is that it's okay like if you feel like okay this friendship is not exactly what you need at the moment mm. it's okay to like take a step back i mean i'm, I'm not just saying that there's 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 a there's is it's, it's very different from saying from creating enmity with somebody mm. and i feel like the core basis or the, the like the core of friendship is understanding and i feel like mm. someone that has understanding would understand why you are doing this you know so but then again there's also a thin line between between i, I think I'm, I'm i'm deviating a bit but i feel like this is a point that is very necessary um there's also a thin line between um being friends with somebody and associating yourself with somebody because you want to use the person hmm. which is something i think people should be particular about so which one did you do with me you wanted to use me Actually, let's let's have this conversation Ah wow! So I'm distracting um, you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so. Please don't mind me, no sense. Of course, your legs. of course, of course. Uh, so, like, I feel like people when you when you say, okay, for example, now you want to make good grades or you want to be very good at this, and you've mm. seen that Mr. A is good at this, mm. so you want to create more basis for interaction with Mr. A, yeah. and then because you want to learn how he approaches this particular thing that you want to be good at so that you can approach it the same way so of course one thing i would always see or one thing that always works for me is to always find instances and business where i can give or where Mm -hmm. i can Mm -hmm. show concern Mm -hmm. or empathy it mustn't necessarily mean that you're giving the person money which is what everybody thinks is what they can give but you mustn't give the person money there are many other things can give person time affection time time empathy or like or I don't know if the person if or or like bring your own perspective. Yeah, yeah. Can always learn. So bring your own perspective to the table. So if 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 there are corrections you'd have to take home, you would go home with the corrections and become a better person. But if mm-hmm. at all it brings any improvement to the conversation, then I mean you've brought on you've done something positive. So either way, yeah. there's no way it can go against you. Right, mm. especially if you're willing to learn, but you also have to position yourself as someone that is willing to learn, not somebody that is just hanging around. I don't know for for the fun of yeah. it. So and then, also like under the under the arm of my under uh, a different arm of my thought point was uh, was it the thing about was mentors and friends. I mean, I had I was um, very lucky to have mentors, you know, academic wise, spiritually, and that that helped me to find my base. Mm. And I'd say it's that base I found that that's um. That gave me like the, the whole strength and the whole grit to to get past these tumultuous situations I found myself in, you know, many times. You know. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, that's very, very, very nice. Yeah. Me. So like mentors, I don't know. Um uh yeah, Jeff, Ike, you know, even like even the the ones that hold my interest in fintech generally, you know. Yeah, Sidwadi, Malik, etc. I, yeah, it, the list is a very long list, so I wouldn't want to go into mentioning it now. It's um, actually okay. I mean, you can do a few shout-outs. Oh, it's important but, to show gratitude to some people who are instrumental to the place that you are currently. Um, yeah. Um, so, like, my friends, um, Stanley, my classmate from secondary school, and my very good friend, Hugo Stanley, 
Um, mm. Then Luther MQ, Aneke Patrick, my one-time roommate. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> then um, who else? Reason, Mr. Reason, my very good friend. Mm. Um, who else? Then um, the, all of the people from from the center, from Hill Point, that were also very instrumental. You know, that center that wanted to make me cry with all of you. That wanted to, to do what? <laughs> that wanted to make me cry with all of you. Like, why would they let girls in there? But it's okay. Well, uh, <laughs> so like I was saying, like the many many people were very instrumental, and then like lecturers, so like lecturers mm. that always like opened their doors to me. Top of the list, Kino Kodi. Mm. Always, I mean, he was my previous supervisor, and I know at many times he got tired of me. <laughs> <laughs> it goes without saying. So, Brisekin Alkudi, um, Dr. Mahi, uh, Professor Eziki, people that I would always call any at any point in time when I had any issues, and they would always speak up. And even the lecturers are generally disturbed to after missing their quizzes, you know. <laughs> mm. uh, Dr. Kichi, Dr. Ajibo, etc. Uh, Dr. Mwoki, etc. All of Wait, them. Wait, you missed Dr. Kichi's quiz and you wrote it again. I didn't write it again. I just like that was like around the time when I lost my dad, so I just told her that okay, okay. this was the easiest for missing her quiz, and um, she said okay that um, I should just um, reach out to her. That was basically what happened. Okay. So, yeah. I, yeah. Um, and then, like, also junior colleagues that inspired me. People that I was roommates with at different points, at, at different points at different times, you know. Mm. And then a you very special... shout out to your family. A very special shout out. Um, I, I was getting to that. A very special shout out to... I feel like, um, yeah. So, you know, like, there's something that happens maybe at the beginning of your journey and there's, like, maybe there's someone that is very instrumental to the beginning of your journey and that yeah. gives you the foundation. But, like, maybe yeah. later on, life happens and then people are not, like, best of friends again or I, as close as you were before. You, have been there in lot of times. you know, so, I mean, there's one, one, there's one person that was like that, you know, to me. In my first year, like, the only reason why I made the first class in my first year was because I see he he taught me the ropes and he put me through. And he wasn't even, he wasn't even a law student, you mm. know. Wow. Yeah, he wasn't even a law student. He was he was a, a medical student. So mm-hmm. his name is Daniel. So okay. he helped me. I'm like, okay, you have to do this. You have to do this. I push it this way. You know, I was just fresh from secondary school. I didn't even know my left from my right, and I wanted to experience yeah. like, you know, that whole thing of finishing from a, a boarding school, and you want to experience all, all, everything about life. Yeah. That was basically where I was coming from. But like, so he gave me a bit of grounding and everything. So. Daniel, this is a very big shout out to Daniel. Thank you, Daniel, for helping innocent. <laughs> <laughs> so um then my family, of course, who I'd say mm. who I, I do everything for. Mm. Um, uh-uh. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, my friends, you know, that helped me that have also been very good, have also been very close in the past, you know. And people that have been in my life, you know. Yeah. yeah this is also like a shout out to them. Yeah. Yeah, that's very nice. Thank you, Innocent. Thank you so much. I mean, I I appreciate gratitude. Not for myself, but for, I mean, for people, right? Because I don't think that anybody is as they are in completing themselves, right? I know that in our lives as different people, different people have been very instrumental to our journey. Different for the reasons that we have some of the things that we have in our lives. And so gratitude is very important. So I'm very glad that you, you've had people that made your path easy. Right, whether by offering money or words or empathy or even teaching you hard lessons. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sorry. I I omitted some names and they just came back, came flooding back now. Okay. So, 
yeah, Jeffrey, my mentor, Mr. Jeff, Neto Jeff, you know, he's really been yeah. instrumental. And then, um, yeah, I think he's, yeah, basically, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, thank you very much, everyone who was instrumental to Innocent's journey. Innocent is a great chap. And I'm sure I'll tell your story. I honestly cannot wait to see where you're headed. And I mean, I mean that from my heart. Innocent. Okay. Oh well. Um. Thank you very much, Innocent, for being here on the podcast. It has been amazing to have you speak to us. I've learned a lot from your story. I've learned a lot from your journey. I've learned a lot from, I mean, a lot on recovery, right? After pain and being able to do the thing that you set out. Yeah, hello? Did you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. So there may just be one person that like this, this whole story inspires and uh, who may feel like, okay, I'm talking to the person specific, spe- specifically. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, even if it's just not that one person, it means, it means like a whole lot to me. So I'm always open to sharing um, perspectives on this. And if you feel like there's something I could have said better, you know, it's fine. Please reach out to me. I'm also open to corrections because nobody has it all figured out. Nobody knows it. Knows yeah. it all. Yeah. Thank you so much, Innocent. We're going to end this episode here. I first and foremost of everyone here to just talk on behalf of the management of just talk <laughs> i want to say thank you thank you for honoring our invitation thank you for coming on the podcast thank you for sharing your story okay yeah right so we're concluding i am the nigerian christian doholic i had a good time listening and conversing with innocent this is just talk i hope you listen i hope you leave your comment i hope you share this episode i hope that you like this episode and i mean this series has just one more left in it yeah and so it's going to be like really really good but innocent thank you for being here with us we're ending now okay thank you. it's my pleasure yeah, have, a, have a good day you too